We are live. It is 3.03 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8.03 p.m. I guess GMT. GMT. Yeah, it's GMT. GMT. It's yep. summertime, right? And it's it, actually it is, GMT. It is GMT. And it is 4.03 Eastern Standard Time. The reason why I mentioned that is because we have a guest on the show today who is in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. This is the Nomad Tech Project. Sam and Joe, right. the worst podcast you should be listening to. <laughs> the best podcast you've ever heard of, or something. I don't know. If you're watching the stream, and if you're not, you should be. We have a special guest. We have Darren from One Cut Reviews decided to spend an hour of his time that he's never going to no, get back. Don't, guys. It's Tell not just Darren. It's Darren the Creator. Get it right. Darren, Darren the Creator. creator yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. Welcome to the show, sir. First time call, long time listener, first time caller. Thanks for showing yes. up and taking Thanks some time. Thanks for having me on, guys. How are you doing there today in uh, your neck of the woods? Yeah, it's a, a beautiful fall day here in Toronto, so uh, yeah, I've finally got a little bit of sun come out. It's uh, starting to get cold over here. I don't know about you guys, but uh, uh, starting, the west yeah. starting to turn. Yeah, it rained yeah. all day here in St. Louis, and it's kind of cool, but you know, it's, just, it's okay. It's just pretty typical fall weather. It's, a couple of weeks ago, it was in the 30s, and then it got to the 80s, and it's like, welcome, yeah. to, welcome to the American Midwest, right? The same, yeah. The weather <laughs> always says if you don't, you don't like the weather, give it 20 minutes, and you'll be fine. So that's how it works around here. Yeah, in the UK it's just raining and misting and cold because it's the UK. Yeah, pretty cold. much on and off today. Rain, rain, rain. It's yeah. Depressing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year. It's like the weather can't make its mind up, right? It's like it wants to yeah. be, it wants to be cold and it wants to be hot at the same time. So uh, it's, sure, it's it's got a personality yeah. disorder. It's whatever. It's the weather. Like, oh, it looks like it's going to stop raining. Let's go to the park. Oh no, it's raining again. <laughs> well, plus it's like one of those things where people just start to kind of enjoy the weather and the colors, and it's like, pfft. and it seems like fall and spring or autumn it seems like there's not enough that time you know it seems like mm. in the springtime yes. it gets real hot almost like immediately now and then the fall you got like late october early november and then it's back into the 30s We're like wait a second it's like you know we we're supposed to get assuming we're supposed to get three months of weather yes <laughs> we get like a we get like a preview it's like a, it's like a it's like a seven day demo all fall, messed up now and then they want you to pay money and then it's you you cancel your subscription they're like okay well it's no time so have a well nice here, here in toronto i don't know about you guys there but like you know basically we have two seasons it's either snowing or it's like not snowing so that's pretty much like how we normally do things right here so which is I mean, which is had, funny because do people yeah. like so i know in places that have like a lot of snow like that usually um snow removal and traffic usually goes pretty good and i know in like minneapolis when I went there, it seems like people do a lot better because they're assuming that it's going to snow between October and like late April. Yeah. So road crews are pretty good, but also drivers are used to driving in inclement weather. So they're a little um, better than maybe nobody, but I maybe, I don't know, Minneapolis is a little hit or miss, but better than Missouri for sure. Um, I would probably say uh, it's pretty bad here, if I'm being honest. Like the roads, the roads are cleared and they do a good job clearing it all out, but the drivers are just atrocious. Um, anybody to anybody who you come to Toronto in winter, it's like you're fighting against the uh, everything, not just the weather, the people, you know, their idea of what the speed limit should be and how they should drive their car in the winter months, right? Like it's it's just chaos here. Well, you know, they tell you about the, the speed limit sign because it has a black border. It's optional. <laughs> That's what yeah. that means, right? <laughs> say with the stop sign. If the stop sign's got a white border, it's optional. You don't have to stop for it. Yeah, it's like, yeah just keep going. So it's things in the UK. If we get half the snow, you get everything's locked down and shut. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone panics. We, we can't handle it. Right. It's mad. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Right. Most people in the UK just walk everywhere. I mean, I'm just kidding. They don't. They <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, if you got like you're on these major highways, there was a used to be a. Uh, I guess it was um not it wasn't a 
the the precursor to TikTok, right? It was like Vines, that guy from the UK. Yes. Talking about, you uh, know, like, yeah, yeah. The fucking M25. It's like, he's like, he goes, we're not moving. It's a fucking murder, George. And it's like, he's always yelling at the traffic. Apparently in the UK, traffic is a complete nuts. And it's like, I guess you might as well just, it's better just to walk places. Because it's like, you just park your car. It's like, you know, I just, I park it and just walk to the shop. Because it's the M25 like, car park. Yeah, that's what they call it. <laughs> So, which is interesting because remember the UK is an old, I mean, it's, you know, old country. So those roads were not made for larger no. kind of vehicles. Right. And like, you know, yeah. I, I just imagine, can you imagine like a, a, a super, like an F-250 massive truck trying to get through London? It'd be impossible. Oh. It's like, that's why they don't have those cars in the UK. It's like, oh yeah, get like a excursion, right? A Ford big, huge American SUV. And like, dude, you couldn't even get down the street. It'd be like, there's, like five inches of space. I'm like, ah, forget it. We'll just, we'll just I think that's here. a North American thing, right? To have the big trucks and the, you know, yeah. You know, um, yeah it's, in Canada, it's the same thing. You got, you got a lot of yeah. interior areas and stuff like that. So a lot of people have off-road vehicles or four-wheel drive vehicles or whatever, because a lot of Canada is, I mean, honestly, most of the country is undeveloped. It's pretty much wilderness. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, especially Northern, of like all those cities that you're talking like, you know, Northern territory and the Yukon, it's like, yeah. Forget. Forget well, it. It's I mean, like there's like real, people who live there. <laughs> yeah, it's made for the weather, right? Like those, I mean, those trucks are largely is just for, to fight against, you know, the elements more than anything here, uh, especially here in Canada. I mean, also in the States too. I mean, you know what it's like. <laughs> I mean, I had a um, Toyota Tacoma, uh, which is a kind of like a mid-sized pickup truck. And it was a lovely car to drive. Um, but, uh, you know, at the end of the uh, end of the day, I ended up trading it in just for an SUV because I was just finding that on uh, with the Tacoma, the tray itself, if you didn't have something in the back of the tray, those wheels are just turning all over the road in the snow, right? So SUV, a little bit more sticks to the ground, right? And uh, a little bit easier to drive, I guess. Absolutely. And, and so it's funny you mentioned you live in Toronto. Yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's not a Canadian accent. So I guess we could start with a little bit of origin. There's a twang so, there, yeah. though. But I guess my question is like, how, do, how does a, a bloke like you end up in the Great White North? And how did that start? If you know, like, you know, just the basics yeah. of, of your creation story and how you started the channel and how you wound up in Canada of all places. Yeah. So um, I'm originally from Perth, Western Australia, is where I was born and bred. Um, and uh, basically, uh, when I was in university, um, uh, I, I was studying uh, and I happened to bump into uh, a few Canadian um, students who happened to be uh, visiting our fair country and studying the same program that I was. And uh, one caught my eye in particular. And, uh, you know, <laughs> one, one thing led to another. And, uh, you know, we, we were actually we got married and we ended up living in Australia for a bit there. And then uh, one day we were both uh, working at the same place. Um, I was working in it. We both work in education. And uh, we woke up one morning and just kind of looked at each other and went, this kind of sucks. We kind of hate this place. Um, you know, let's go try something completely different. And, um, you know, she was originally from Toronto. So we uh, decided that we we're going to uh, give it a go over here. And then I kind of got a little bit bedazzled by Canadian culture and uh, ended up staying. We've been here ever since, right? Well, and the funny thing is you mentioned Toronto. That's not – Toronto's a – I know that for people who have never been to the city, I have twice. Yeah. I mean, this is – again, this is in the 90s, so maybe it's a little different. I haven't been recently, but I was just like, man, this place is pretty sweet. Like streets are – I mean, it's just – it's a very modern – which I don't assume that Canada would be modern, but it's just like compared to American cities, it just had a different kind of vibe to it. It was very clean. It was, was going to say, everyone tells me it's very clean. Yeah. And it was easy to get around places. People were super friendly. Like if you were lost, you know, and you could clearly yeah. tell you're, you know, you're an American. Right. And then, 
you were like, I, I don't know where this, you know, I don't know how to get to the, we're trying to get to the stadium. Like we're trying to get to the, the you know, and we're like, I don't know where the hell to go. And this is, again, this is in the nineties. So there wasn't like, you didn't have a phone. You didn't have yeah. Google maps. It didn't, and you're like, I don't know how to yeah. get to the park. I don't know how to get to the, you know, the, the I think that's stadium. the thing. I was just going to say, I think that's the thing that um, most um, c- connects me to Australia. Like in Australia, it's a very similar kind of environment and vibe. Like, you know, uh, the people there are willing to help you out. They're willing to do, you know, they're willing to give you the shirt off your back with what we say in Australia. Um, and, uh, you know, when I came to Canada, I found very similar. Like I always said that the only the only difference between Canada and, Australia, and in Perth, where I'm from, was that the weather. That was mm. the people are very much the same, right? Like they're very friendly. They're willing to kind of give you whatever you need to kind of get by and help you out. Um, and that was a nice like parody, right? It was nice to go from one place to another and still have that. Um, yeah, the we- just the weather basically is the only thing that really kind of separates the two places, right? But I, I agree with you. You know, it's it's an amazing place to visit um, and lots to see and do. I, it's the first time I've ever heard it described as clean. Um, not that it's not clean, but it's just an interesting perception for people who have been there before or yeah. never never heard of it. Literally, right? everyone I speak to say, "Oh, yeah, Canada's really clean." I don't know yeah, why they always say crazy. that. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know if it's like um, uh, I don't even know what that description would apply to. Like, I mean, sure, yeah, it's very clean. We pick up after ourselves, you know. We kind of yeah, they, they don't in the UK, you see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just uh, yeah, crazy, crazy connections between like Australia and Toronto, right? Like just how how it is in Canada in general. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I we went to Skydome and it was like it was the cool thing is because it had like a hotel in center field. Yes, and this is the wildest. It had the retreat again. This was like it was bad. Now it's called I guess Rogers Center. I guess is what it's called now. Yes, um, but but um, but yeah, I just remember going there. I was like, it was a cool. And I'm a huge baseball fan, clearly because I live in St. Louis, yes. so we're a huge baseball yeah, my town. Son's and- a, um- a Blue Jays fan, so we were there a fair bit. Yeah, so I mean, it was just yeah. like, but it was—I don't know. I guess I, it's not like it was like it wasn't like you know, like I could drop food on the street and just eat it off the street, right? And everyone's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it was, but it just—you know—it just had a different. It didn't feel like an American city. American cities have a tendency to kind of have the same kind of vibe to them. Um, okay, I've been to Boston, clearly rocking the, yeah. the wicked. Wicked yeah. Pessa shirt today, <laughs> but but I've been in all like Nashville. I've been in you know San Antonio. I've been in a lot of cities in the United States, not a, not a ton, but they all have the same kind of vibe to me, right? They're kind of real metropolitan and really lots of crowded, lots of tall buildings, and they're kind of crowded, lots of people, and it just felt different there. I, I just couldn't kind of describe it. And again, I was only there just to, to go to a to a baseball game and just visit for for a day, and then you know we were working in Detroit, so it was like a six hour drive. And it was yeah. just, oh, it just was easy. It was just getting around. It was kind of fun. And then going to uh, my first place in, in Windsor, Ontario, is when I first learned about loonies and toonies and kind of how oh, yes. that worked because they had a Czechs <laughs> bubble hockey. And the guy's like, it takes loonies, eh? I'm like, I don't know what that is. He's like, oh, it's a $1 coin. And I was like, okay. I and I get the that. coin. It's like, oh, it's got a loon on the back. Okay, loon. Yes. got it. Okay, cool. And then yeah. and then I asked for something else. He's like, oh, that takes a toonie. And I was like, What? <laughs> Is going on it's like what is that you know, that's a two dollar loon it's a toonie it, whatever and i was like oh. honestly and it's, the, it's came- yeah it's the language and again that's you fit in great because australians and canadians have this thing about and i guess americans too but slang it's yes. just like like going to australia and it's like maccas i'm like <laughs> we're yeah. mcdonald's i'm like oh okay so trying to get the slang so canadians have the toque and you know a hoser and it's just i'll be honest how- with you 
I still struggle with some of the Canadian stuff. Like, I mean, and it's more like the loonies and toonies. That was, I was like, when that, when I first heard that here, I was like, what on earth are you talking about? Like, what, what is this loonies and toonies? And then I, you know, and when I got explained to it, I mean, I understood it. I still think it's bizarre. I mean, I mean, right. I saw come from Australia and, you know, in Australia, our, we have a 50 cent coin. And the 50 cent coin for some bizarre reason is larger than the one and $2 coins, which you would think in value size wise, it would go the other way. But that just goes to show you of some of the crazy things that happened there too. Right. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. That's quite strange though. Of all the rappers, you have 50 cent. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, like his, his face is on it and everything. Yeah, let's get this like, let's get this, like the medallion. It's like, dude, this is a fifty cent coin. I can't put it in like a a coke machine or anything because it doesn't fit. They just got laid on the ground and just like. Sorry, that was a bad dad joke. Sorry. Nah, no, no, okay. that was a good one. It was a good one. I had to think about it for a second. I'm like, shit. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep, that guy. <laughs> so cool yeah. so i guess my question is so you're in education yeah. you're, you get to australia here i'm assuming your your spouse is still in education and that kind of yeah. thing so i guess what like so how did the the one cut reviews how did the tech thing start i'm just kind of curious because yeah. it doesn't so, sound like an an educator or a person in an educational background going to tech go isn't necessarily a, a logical progression stream it kind of seems like that's kind of a skipping you don't yeah. hear many educators so i'm just curious yeah. like what how that started so there's a bit of a story. I, uh, bear with me on this one because it's a bit. Oh, of we a, love it. That's point. what we're here for. It's yeah. all the stories, right? So that's what we're yeah, here definitely. for. Definitely. So go ahead, take your time. Like you know, the rest of the world. Um, you know, I I buy a lot of things from Amazon, and you know, occasionally I would leave mm-hmm. product reviews. Um, you know, saying, "Hey, this is an amazing product. Um, great." So one day uh, I got an email uh, to to my a personal email from one of these companies that I'd left a review for something that I bought, and they were like, "Hey, we really like what you said here." Um, do you want to try some other products that we have? We'll send them out in exchange for a review. Now, for me, I was like, ah, oh, this is bullshit, spam, click, you know, deleted. Got another email. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm, and I was, what's the worst that can happen? Like I, I give him my, my mailing address and I get like, you know, a thousand styrofoam cups or something like, you know, so I was like, okay, whatever. So they gave him my uh, personal mailing address. They sent through um, another product. I reviewed it. Sure. No problems, put up the review on Amazon. Then randomly, I guess someone else had maybe looking for the same product that I'd reviewed. So um, a guy named Michael, and he was uh, from a now defunct website called Ego Magazine. It was a, a digital publication. And he wrote he wrote to me and he's just like, hey man, like I really like what the way you wrote this review. I really like your, your tone and the language that you use. And he's like, I have this kind of small digital publication and we're looking for somebody that could do what you did, you know, like review some products and kind of get the word out there as, uh, you know, some content for the website. And I was, you know, I, again, I, I work, I'm a, I'm a teacher by, by day. So um, I thought, okay, you know what, I can do it in my spare time. I've got a couple of hours of the week to spare. Sure. No problem. So um, yeah, I, I worked with uh, Mike over at Ego Magazine for about a year and a half. Um, and I'd written a bunch of product reviews for him Um and uh, sure enough, I got to the point where I was like, you know, people seem to like these, like they seem to really enjoy product reviews. Why don't I just kind of create a website where people can go looking for real reviews from a person who actually bought these products? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we were talking a little bit before the show about how, you know, um, one of the fundamental problems with uh, a lot of these uh, review websites um, and review influencers, I guess we'll call them, if you will, um, is that they don't spend real time with the product. It's a week, 10 days, 14 days before they send it back. 
Um, and yeah, sure enough. So I, I created a website, you know, myself. I had never done it before. I kind of just YouTube the tutorial on how to do it. Um, and uh, yeah. I reached out to a few buddies of mine who I knew were in graphic design and a couple of to create the logo and like some, some content for the site. And uh, yeah, I just I just started cold calling companies that I wanted to work with, right? Stuff that looked interesting to me. Um, and cold emailing, I guess is probably a better way to put it. And, um, uh, you know, if for every review product re that I've reviewed, I get about a thousand no's. Um, you know, especially in the beginning, it was like, who's this guy? Like, hit the bricks, buddy. Like, you know, you you're nothing. You're a nobody. Um, but a few companies were pretty brave. And, you know, they were pretty, um, they wanted to take a chance. You know, they'd never done anything like this before. And, uh, yeah, I, I reviewed their products. They really liked what they what I'd done. Um, and yeah, sure enough, after some time, I, I guess kind of uh, my reputation preceded me. Uh, companies started to hear about what I was doing. They passed on information to their colleagues and friends at other publications and other uh, organizations. And yeah, I just I got some recognition for what I was doing. Um, and soon enough, like the cold calling and cold emailing stopped, and they started contacting me. Um, it's yeah. kind of a really bizarre, I know it sounds it's a bizarre story because I never thought it would take off the way that it did. Well, and that's the funny thing. And that's how you know that you're at least doing quality work. And the fact that it's like all of a sudden it, you don't even conceptualize. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to have to be banging doors forever. I'm going to have to be <clears throat> cold emailing. Yes. Forever. Like there's yeah. no way that this is going to take off or kind of start to get momentum or whatever. And then it just all of a sudden it does. And then you're probably having these moments. See, we haven't gotten that far, Joe. We, we're not going to. It's okay. Right. And like I said, we're, we're totally Keep plugging okay away, with. Sam. Keep plugging right. away. We'll just keep yeah. plugging away. And eventually we'll get like maybe 35 people that listen to the show. <laughs> yeah. but but Darren, what like I want to know is um, yeah. did any, any people at the companies that said no, have any of them emailed you since? Since you've got so you like come back yes. and go, hey, remember you were like not that has shit, happened. but now you're like, like you've got happened. some traction. So, hey, what's up, dude? I bet so, you're so tempted to be like, well, I'm a bit busy at the moment. Well, it's funny, um, especially like in the beginning when they were just saying like flat out, no, like, you know, thanks. I always get the uh, thanks for your interest, but we're not interested in this time kind of emails. Right. Um, in the Generic. beginning, I, yeah, I was getting those all the time, like I, like one in every 150 emails, you know, I would maybe get a, hey, yeah, you can try this or no problem. But every other one was just like, no, 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 no. Um, and some of these other and I won't name them, but uh, some of these other bigger companies, um, they came back like they they emailed me back and they it was and it was funny it was replying to the exact same email that i'd sent them two years prior <laughs> and they were basically saying hey oh we see we've seen your stuff on instagram and uh you know we've seen your your website it's great like we're really happy to work with you now yeah. and you know as much as i wanted to be like ah sorry i'm too busy uh, i can't yeah. make that happen right now um, I wouldn't reply to the email for a couple of days just to keep them, you know, keep them waiting. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I try to open as many doors as I can because. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, like for us, we don't spend any money on marketing our products. Like we don't market the website. We don't market our Instagram. It's all um, generated through these companies sharing the review that I wrote. Right. So, for example, if we work with Google um, and they happen to share their, my review with their, you know, 10 billion followers, we might drum in a little bit of interest from that. Um, and, you know, that's kind of one of the conditions of us kind of reviewing some of these products. We'll always say, no problem, happy to do it. Just, uh, you know, make sure you kind of share it with uh, your followers and we can build out our uh, infrastructure and our, and our following 
followership, I guess, from there, right? Well, and you think about it too, because remember, it's like, you know, if you don't have a lot of footprint, you can't expect these, co- not every company is not just going to say, yeah, review our product. They don't know who you are. Yes. They've never, yeah. It's sight unseen. You almost, I mean, again, there should, I don't think there should be a lot of gatekeeping and maybe in some cases that is happening. But at the end of the yeah. day, it's like, I mean, when they go to look for you and they don't see any kind of like website, they don't see, it's like, is it just this guy who just basically is trying to basically yeah. sponge products? I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't have any kind of real body of work to, to show and kind of shows, yeah. track, mm-hmm. I guess it's just the way it goes. I can't imagine that everybody just was like, oh, I don't like the way this guy looks. He, I don't know. He seems to be kind of sketchy. So we're just going to tell him flat out no. And maybe they do that with everybody. Maybe their yeah. first response to anybody just oh, yeah, of course, yeah. is like, yeah, go pound sand, dude. We ain't, we ain't got time for your bullshit. And then all of a sudden it's like, wow. And then you make some reviews and it kind of starts to get traction. Then you end up in the situation where you are now. So I, I guess it's, well, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It was kind of funny because uh, before I was doing product reviews, I, you know, I, I, I've always loved to write. So writing was always something I was very passionate about. And um, my father passed away very uh, young, uh, about three or four years ago. And after that happened, I was trying to find a way to deal with my loss, you know, I, as a young person, I mean, I was a very young person uh, and I am a young person, but, um, you know, when it happened, it caught everybody off guard, you know, my, mm-hmm. you know, the family members, my sister and all of this. And, uh, I had to go home and step into the role of what would have been my father and, you know, and tough. dealt with, yeah. Organizing funeral arrangements and all of that. Mm-hmm. And when I got back home, um, I needed an outlet. I needed to, to voice what was going on in my head. And I wrote this article for a website called askmen.com. I don't know if you guys know of them. Um, I've heard is, of that, uh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wrote an article about, you know, uh, males dealing with loss. Um, and mm. I did it as a freelance job. I reached out to them and said, hey, you know, um, I really need to share this with somebody. I think it's an important message for people to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I wrote an article. Um, they took it on board and uh, they published it on their website. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was just, I think that was kind of like a moment too, where I just went, I kind of like doing this. Like this is mm-hmm. fun, right? right? It's something that I enjoy doing. And, and it was a, a big kind of cathartic moment for me because it allowed me to kind of, uh, just get off my get off my chest what was just holding me down and um mm. you know i it was not the easiest uh thing to write especially because i was including photos of my actual father and and stuff in the article um but they really enjoyed it and uh, i still have some friends there at askmen.com who i, I occasionally talk to um yeah just kind of again it just kind of reinforced this idea that i really i really enjoy writing and i think that's really what it boils yeah. down to doing the tech the product reviews i i think i i'm also a, a big fan of technology and i think i just kind of you know molded these two things together and said hey this is awesome i, I can do the best of you know both these worlds that i love to operate within and that was you know kind of how it really kind of took off from there yeah and, that, and that's interesting so like you know using something as like a catharsis or just kind of being able to express loss or anything that's going on and the fact that you can kind of leverage that and just it real i don't i don't think at the time that probably you weren't even con- like forward thinking about the fact that it was like you didn't know about the article yeah. right? it just kind of like no. just kind of went and i think that's yeah. a lot of times you'd be surprised how well i guess your your work is received when it's really yes. being done from uh, a good point of view yeah it's funny you say that though when my dad passed away i'm not much of a writer at all but i wrote a little poem about him and yeah. it helped me it helped me as well yeah so I, to- I totally get where you're coming from like getting some stuff down on paper yeah, yeah and I mean, I don't know if it was just, 
you know, that internal monologue, you know, the voice in your head that you yes. hear, right? And, yeah. you know, I think if you don't deal with that after a loss, it, that can drive you crazy, right? Like that's, that was what was doing it. It was doing it for me. Like I, you know, when I was flying back home from Australia and I was, I literally was in the middle of a school year. Like uh, we had just finished um, exams. I had to rush home at the end of the exams. I was gone for a couple of weeks. I came off the plane and went right into the very next semester. I didn't get any time to kind of sit and process. So I think when I wrote that article, that's that was the moment that kind of uh, and it gave me the, the outlet, I guess, to kind of uh, just share, mm. I guess, get off, you know, like I said, get off my chest or like, uh, how do I put this? Um, you know, get the internal talk out of my head and just yeah. kind of start to focus again, right? Right, you can't sleep, can you? You can't sleep. Yeah. It's all in your head. Yeah, it's just you. Like it's it's like you're hear you're hearing their voice and you're remembering like the memories and like it's just yeah. it's like almost like a haunting, right? It's it's an insane feeling to have. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess you know, I, like you said, I mean, I if there if there was a moment that kind of like uh, brought it all together for me and just kind of uh, allowed me to kind of refocus myself on you know my passion for writing and you know just kind of being able to put down on paper, um, you know, what was going on. I think that was it, right? Like that's a kind of a, was a big turning point, a big moment. Yeah. And like I said, with me, when my mom passed in 2020, um, it was kind of a kind of sort of expected. Well, I mean, I kind of knew my mom was in kind of gr not great health and she wasn't exactly one of these people was like going out and running five miles a day. She was kind of like, kind of didn't take her health seriously and didn't listen to doctors and kind of did all that. Yeah. And so, so one of her, you know, I told my, my daughter, which was her granddaughter, I said, you know, maybe you want to spend some time with grandma Felicia. Cause I, I don't think she's going to be, yeah. rock, you know, we're not going to have a whole lot more time. And and my buddy talked to me and he had his, his, his mom had passed a few years before that. He said, what I've noticed that I'm starting to forget her voice, like how it's yeah. sad. Yeah. And so he goes, do yourself a favor. If you know, my uh, luckily, unfortunately, my mom was, you know, again, you know, when we were all those times to capture video and audio, it wasn't, you know, the nineties and eighties. Right. So all those things when my mom was my age, so he just do yourself a favor. And so I remember she called me that day to, to kind of do what she normally did was kind of pester me about bringing stuff to her. Like, Hey, don't forget yeah. this. And don't forget the sodas. I'm like, God, mom. you know, the things I used to kind of roll my eyes and kind of go, God, fine. Mom's like, I got to deal with my own stuff. Right. I was running groceries for it all the time. But, <laughs> and, and so what's funny is that conversation happened at five o'clock. She left a voicemail and I called her right back. And then at 10 o'clock that night, I got the phone call that she had passed away. Yeah. So I took that audio, that voicemail and I ripped it out and saved that audio just because he told her something. He goes, do me a favor. Cause I'm starting to forget like how she actually sounded. Like, and yeah. that's the problem with my, I don't, I, I can remember what she said, but the actual tonality and the content of her voice, I'm lost. I've, it's been yeah. five years. I've never heard her speak. And, and so, so he, he listens to video and those kind of things and audio clips and it kind of reminds him of how his mom is. And so, um, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, like George Carlin says, I love this is one of his bits, but he goes, he talk, he's making a joke about the sanctity of life, right? Which is kind of, yeah. funny, kind of funny, but he always goes, the thing he says is, that everything that's ever lived is dead and everything that's currently alive is going to die. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's yeah. just the way it is. Right. And, and it's, it's supposed to be that way. And we can never, you never really think about it, but when it happens, it's, it's kind of unfortunate. So, you know, yeah. interesting how you can take that, how you're dealing with grief and pain and loss and kind of how to just expressing it and how maybe other people, and I know we have, you know, people in the chat are making comments about it, how 
that can kind of put it in a perspective for them and kind of help them with dealing with it. Because I, I say, say it's not it's not a roller coaster. It's, it's like a tumble dryer, right? It just kind yeah. of goes mm. everywhere. Yeah. And, yeah, it's 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 hard. I get it. Yeah. No, I, again, you know, I I, for, I think it's an important thing for people to hear, right? And I think that was the reason I wrote the article because I mean, mm. I was a young man. I was in my early thirties, you know, and basically, I I this was my opportunity to say, hey, you know what? here is here is what men deal with you know especially males because males tend to kind of be very closed books right a lot of the time right. internalizing um, things right yeah and like i was doing that right so i like writing this was just a, a powerful thing right and then uh, like i said you know how kind of pivoted into tech i love writing and uh technology is something i'm very passionate about and you know we've talked about um you know even just with the podcast uh friday night fury uh, which, if you don't mind, just maybe shamelessly plugging here. No, oh, please, because uh, I'm actually, <laughs> I actually am part of that every, um, every, yeah. every Friday. So, so I mean, I was telling you guys just before the show, like, I, like that was something else that I just randomly one day decided. You know, I, I had a background in radio. I, I was one of these uh, guys who went to university for an arts degree, um, and uh, you're, oh, you're yeah. that guy. Okay, I'm that guy, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I had no idea what I wanted to do when I went to university. I had these grand, um, uh, you know, this grand uh, vision of being in film. Mm. And I remember first year university, I did an intro to film course and uh, I barely passed it. I got a, I got what's called a, uh, a conceded pass in, here in Australia, <laughs> right. which is basically uh, the equivalent of the professor saying, you're really crap. But you have some good ideas, but I don't right. want to. At least you stayed. You. you stayed in there and you did some of the work. At least you stayed engaged. So, yes. you know, e for, <laughs> the e, the, you got an E for effort grade, is what you got. Uh, yeah, basically. So um, <laughs> after that, after my first year, I was kind of left like, "What do I do?" Like, I know I wanted to do something in, um, you know, I was into journalism and I wanted to do something in the technology space, and uh, I, I don't know how or why, but you know, I always, I always loved music, and okay. uh, I thought to myself okay, you know what, let's use that as a uh, catalyst for, you know, maybe some kind of profession. And I, and I did it. I did a degree in radio production, um, worked a little bit in radio, uh, realizing um, that there was A, no money in radio, and B, I didn't want to get up at like three in the morning every single yeah, day. Yeah, forget that. <laughs> um, crack of dawn going, oh, God. Yeah. To, to talk to, no, like our show, broadcasting to no one <laughs> listening. Yeah. 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 And trying to make yeah. a living off of it. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. But that's what it was. I mean, that for me, like, I mean, I always, I knew how to run a show and, uh, you know, I heard about Twitter spaces uh, and just going, oh, this is an interesting concept here. Like, you know, what happens if I just started a show called Friday Night Fury and I just hit the record button? I didn't know anybody. I think Delvon, uh, who you've had on the show, the show yeah, before. Absolutely. Yeah, I cool guy. Message, yeah, I sent a message to him just saying, hey, dude, like, I'm going to start this, like, show podcast i didn't even know what it was going to be called and he's like right. do you want to come on and he's like sure so like the very first episode i don't know if you guys have gone back but it was just literally like Delwan and i and uh I i'll guess, check it out i'll definitely yeah, check people, it out oh, it's, it's a blast it's a lot of fun uh, michael yeah michael, michael pepper texan or delavon's in there ace uh, yeah. ace is in there is like there's a couple and speaking of there he is michael pepper tech our man we had him there on the show. Hey, hey mike how you doing buddy? hopefully he's feeling a little better he's kind of fighting some like cold flu issues and it wasn't yeah. feeling good you know he missed his podcast but yeah i don't even honestly and i, I know this is going to sound bad and i don't care about out my own self like i don't even know how i got involved in it i guess i i didn't yeah. really know anything i didn't know delavon i didn't know De i didn't know anybody i'm just like yeah 
I don't even know how I got pulled into it. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I guess I just saw it. So I pulled like, you back into it, mate. That's how. Right. And it, it, it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. And we just talk about, but the, as with everything, right? You have a concept, yeah. a discussion, a question, and then everybody puts like 45 minutes of talk into it because these concepts can't be like easily discussed. And then by the time we turn around, like, holy shit, it's already been an hour and a half. We're kind of going there. like, all right, well, see you guys. You got to go because we got nothing left. So we, we talked about literally one of the things out of this. I write, I write a script every single week and i what i mean by that is just like some talking points yeah and right. i think every week we get through one like i've had like right. I, I occasionally i'll, I'll kind of like pivot through yeah he um, says at the beginning okay we want to talk about this and then we're going to talk yeah. about this so let's start with <laughs> the first topic and then at that entire topic just completely derails the whole yeah. show and that's okay yeah yeah i mean it's fine and i mean look I, at the end of the day i think for me it was just trying to find people that think about technology the way that i do <laughs> Right. I mean, I'm, I'm by no means, you know, like a, a critical person and, and you know, I, I'm by no means somebody that knows everything, but it's always nice to kind of find and meet people like yourselves that kind of are into the, into the same things, right? And it's just kind of like, uh, I hate to use this term, you know, digital town square, I think, you know, or right. whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, and like, we, and all of these people that have managed to come along and join us on the, uh, you know, on the podcast, are people that have like yourself, Sam, have just found it. I think because it's advertised on Twitter spaces, right? Like it's like, ah, right. Friday Night Fury, a weekly tech smackdown. That sounds amazing. Why not, right? So, um, and yeah, I, I mean, everybody that joins, I always send them a request to speak, right? Like, because I, I don't know, you just don't know who's going to be great and who's not going to be. Um, mm -hmm. I haven't had to kick anyone off yet. So, um, <laughs> you know, so which is good. Um, I've, I've not been on there yet. That's why. <laughs> Joe, you're more than welcome, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what time the, the translates into over there in the UK. Oh, it'll be Friday. like what? Let's see, it's six thirty on Eastern or seven thirty Eastern, so it's six thirty like one time. in the morning. So maybe I, it'd be late, and it's on a yeah. Friday, doable. So, it's doable yeah. one day. He's got to be yeah, there. Yeah, he's yeah. he's got to lock yeah. himself in his, in his room. And he's going to be maybe quiet. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll really turn late. up really pissed though because I'll be drinking. Oh, perfect. Well, that's okay. <laughs> that's probably even better. I mean, we should yeah. honestly. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm gonna um, be honest with you. I think most of the people who join us are at least a little tipsy. Oh yeah, I've got a couple point. of by Friday yeah. night. I'm usually you know, a couple. Of Sam doesn't already. drink normally, do you, Sam? You never, never done that. <laughs> well, you know, to me, honestly, I actually didn't really start drinking. I didn't really drink much until I was like in my mid twenties. Until you had kids. Just wasn't a thing. <laughs> yeah, right. And then I had it. children. And it's <laughs> like I gotta have alcohol because these people. Yeah. Are yeah. Many people. So yeah. now we're gonna leverage back into. I, I, you seem like an iPhone guy. Remember, it seemed like your history has been very much iPhone, yeah. and then pixel happened and you're kind of like you sound like you're in this kind of like i don't really know where to like i don't know where to be like you yeah it's almost like you don't want to love the pixel but you kind of got to and you're kind of like in this weird space so i was curious sure. like how that worked i mean seriously he was like yeah iPhone guy and he this pixel he's like damn this thing's so good it's like i almost like i don't I, really I'm know so what to torn. do man i'm kind of like i'm fucked up my head's all jacked up i don't know what's going on man <laughs> And I think, look, I think this is a lot of people right now. So I, I don't think it's just me, but, you know, I used an iPhone since the iPhone 4. And every year it was iPhone 5, iPhone 6, iPhone 7, you know, and just up the, and then the watch came out and then the iPad and, you know, all of that stuff just started to happen. And then, you know, I always tried the pixels. Like I, I from the original pixel, I went and bought it myself, um you know and each generation the, the first pixel the second the third and all of that right by the time i hit like the pixel 4 google was starting to send me devices right because i would had a little bit of recognition there and i never really it never really stuck 
and just like I just couldn't get it to, I just couldn't get it to work and I always had that like FOMO right like oh my iPhone friends are missing out and like they I'm using a green bubble now not a blue bubble and then like the Pixel 6 and for me that was the very first Google device that come out that I actually went holy shit like they've actually got it together like mm. they've actually managed to make something that actually really enjoyed using and like you know I, i'm a big photo guy too right so mm, yeah. the, you know the photos on that phone were just what was generating compared to the iphone 12 and then the 13 that i had at the time i was just blown away i'm like how are they doing this right. like i mean they mm. always had good cameras um but just compared to what apple was doing i was just like i just can't I, like i was just dumbfounded and then i just right. kind of fell in love with it Right. Um, and you know, then I, I just recently upgraded to the Pixel 7 Pro, and like and that's uh, you know, a lot of great iteration and development there. Um, the Pixel Watch came out, so they're just developing an ecosystem, and I almost feel like, um, yes, <laughs> I almost feel like I'm getting suckered back in to the Apple ecosystem, what it was like five years ago, right. you know, like that uh, initial okay. kind of like, uh, you know, the, the drawing force, you know, like I feel like my life right. force is being sucked in another direction. Um, but yeah, it's, it's well, and the problem now is when you, when you're going to the Apple ecosystem, there wasn't anything against it, right? You didn't have to yes. be competing. Now you're kind of yes. like, okay, I've been sucked into Apple. I know what that delivers. I know what that provides. Yeah. I know what my workflow is. Now I've got this and now yep. you're trying to kind of square the two, but you, you can't fully extricate out of either. So no. then you got to try to find where the line of demarcation is between like, how do I, can I leverage this? And how do I do that? And the funny thing is yeah. if you were a windows phone guy or a Microsoft guy, you were doing this yeah. all the time. Yes, because yeah. different OEMs like okay, well I can I can use an iPhone, but then I've got Samsung's got Microsoft services on it, but then I can use yeah. it on my Windows PC, and now it's on a Mac. Then I got a Boot Camp, and I, I'm like, I know. If you're a win, if you're a, if you're a PC and Windows guy, and you kind of like you're just kind of used to having to kind of piecemeal stuff just because of the flexibility of manufacturers, right? You just you know yeah. it's just the way it kind of went. Whereas in Apple, it was like just kind of this like you didn't need to worry about going out of the tunnel because everything was just. On each right. side, here's some stuff, it, here's some stuff, and here's some stuff, and you go right down the yeah. middle. But then yeah. you get out to the outside, you're like, get to the guard, you're like, well, fuck it, I don't need anything else, right? Thing so, is, though, anyone who's an iPhone user and wants to dabble in Android, I'd always recommend Pixel. Some people would say yes. Samsung, but I'd always recommend Pixel because yeah. it's the clean UI, the camera yeah. experience. It's, it's yes. probably the closest you're going to get in the Android space. I think, you know what, for me, like, too, with the, the this was the first year with the, the 7 release here that they're starting to push more than just one device. They're pushing a, a, mm. a an ecosystem of things. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with the, ta the, the tablet coming out, I think that's going to be, you know, huge for them. Uh, it's the first time they're going to have something that hopefully is, like, very similar experience to um, the Pixel phones. You know, yeah. like a stock Android, a clean, a quick experience. Um, I was going to ask you, Joe, just while you have it, how are you liking the watch? I actually really like it. Um, yeah. the, the battery for me is not a big issue. Would okay. I like it to have more battery? Yes. But yeah. it's not been a big issue for me. Um, I would perhaps like it a little bit bigger. But then when I say that to people, they say, no, it looks about right. Right, look, yeah. Yeah, I think um, the sweet spot for a smartwatch was always like that 41 to 43 millimeters. I, I think that's yeah. always been it's right on the money. Um, mm. And, you know, I remember, I forget which Apple Watch it was. It might have been like the three or the four. And I, one of them was like 42 millimeters. It was just the sweet spot for that size. Um, I, again, I think the only reason we might see a bigger watch um, is 
battery. And I think that's going to yeah. be the only reason they'll make one next year. It's like, okay, we've made our 44 millimeter watch, bigger battery, better experience. Um, for me, you know, the biggest issue for me, and I ended up returning mine, um, was I was having some issues with um, Fitbit. So I was oh, getting like... Yeah, this, I was going to get onto that. <laughs> yeah, like vastly wild numbers of like, how much or how little I was working out. Like, you know, one day I'd be right, I'd run, you know, I'd have my Apple watch on one and, or my, sorry, um, my Sunto watch on one and my uh, Pixel watch on the other. And, you know, Sunto is pretty accurate, right? I said, they're a fitness maker. Like they, they're pretty good. And it was like, I'd run seven kilometers on the, on my Sunto watch. And then I look at the Pixel watch. It's like three kilometers. I'm like, um, okay. Something, something's not right there. Right. Yeah. That's definitely well off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then so, for a person um, like me, I, I'm using a, a Mi Band 6. Yeah. My, for, so for, for Pixel, a Pixel Band would be more, yes. would be more my speed. Uh, I could see less, that. More, more battery. I could see that, yeah. More yeah. fitness. I mean, not necessarily fitness tracking. I mean, I do do, you know, work out and I do run a little bit and jog and stuff. And, yeah. You know, play golf. But more of, um, don't really need it to do the smartwatch features. Like, I don't need to have Spotify apps. I don't really need it to take phone calls. I, yeah. I still, I still can't get used to talking on a, a wristwatch. It's just weird to me. She won the OG but, Fitbit. Yeah, well, I mean, kind of, kind of like what the Samsung did with the, with the with the Actives, yeah. right? Or even something like this, with a little bigger. Like mm. I know that um, Xiaomi makes a like a Seven Pro. It's more like kind of like a Fitbit Versa style kind yeah. of thing. I don't need it that big, but just something that's more, way more, that's focused on more tracking, basic notifications, and like six or seven day battery. Yeah, that, and, I, it, and we're hitting it at like a one ninety nine price point for yeah. people like me. I think that's instead of making Apple Watch, Apple Watch, Apple Watch bigger, ultra faster. They think they kind of they hold on for like maybe Fitbit and these other companies to kind of fill in that tracking. And I think Google yeah. could really leverage that by making a one ninety nine, you know, yes. Pixel Band or Pixel Fit or whatever, and leverage that. If they do that, I will buy that thing. I like. I won't even hesitate. I will pre order yeah. the damn thing because that's what I'm you looking know, for. I'm always torn about like, cause okay, I've always worn a fitness watch. I was like a Garmin person a little, for a little bit there. I was gonna say Garmin but, are the ones to have. Yeah. Yeah, and fitness. I mean, I'm always torn about the, you know, do I need the smartwatch features? Like, they're like I have yeah. a like a Sunto Nine Peak, right? Which is just a fitness watch, and it, it, it doesn't really do smart features. It's just like GPS, you know, um, it's Bluetooth connected. There's no cellular connectivity or any of that chaos. Um, but yeah, I'm always torn because I always find myself going back to just a fitness watch because I miss the things like battery and I miss the accuracy. Um, you know, I would love, I think you're right, Sam. I, th I would love them to make a, you know, smaller, just basic device that does maybe just GPS tracking, maybe just a fitness focused device, as well as a smartwatch, a fully fledged smartwatch, kind of like a, uh, I don't know, like a, a Pixel, uh, sorry, a, a Pixel Watch Pro and a regular Pixel Watch, mm -hmm. um, or Pixel Band, whatever you want to call it. Um, it would be an interesting addition, I think, to that market as well, because there really hasn't been that much in that space that could fit that description. I mean, I know Garmin, they had like a Vivo Smart or something crazy like that, which mm -hmm. was one of those kind of like band types. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that would work. I think that would just be something that, people would invest in. And I, I agree with you, Sam. I think that's a, a really good choice. Um, One thing it would need, though, is auto tracking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah like Jimmy's asking a question. Yeah. So do you, do you think uh, he should go for the Fitbit Sense or the Versa coming with the GW4 45 millimeter BT, like Bluetooth? I'm not sure if I should go for a Fitbit 
or Pixel Watch. I, I, I guess that's one of those things where, yeah, what are you really using a wearable mostly? Is it really is it for the watch? apps? Like, I yeah. mean, I've, I have a, a, a Samsung, you know, like a Galaxy Watch. Yeah. I don't think I've ever used any of the actual apps on the damn thing. Yeah. Like, I just, I just don't. And I'm like, so it's great to have, but I really bought it because I want to have some kind of um, ability to make payments because the original Duo didn't have, I mean, you know, you couldn't have, you can make mobile payments with it. It didn't have an NFC chip in it. So that was why I leveraged it. But now that the Duo 2 does, I didn't really need it. So the Pixel Watch, it's literally, <laughs> it's sitting. Yeah. Right, right here. here. Yeah. It's yeah. probably dead. It's in my drawer and I haven't <laughs> probably put it on in six months. So um, I, 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 I didn't so buy this. No, no you got it? Yeah. No, in the oh, UK, I'm free. Okay, oh, see, that's that's smart. See, I didn't want to, in here in Toronto, like the Pixel Watch, the Bluetooth version, it's like 550 bucks. Yeah, and I, price. yeah, I couldn't justify that for a first gen smartwatch with a bad battery and bad fitness tracking. Uh, mm. And that might have just been a dud unit that I got. And, you know, mm. I didn't get it for free. I bought it with my own money. Like I was, you know, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I was investing in the ecosystem as well there. Um, to answer the question um, if, about Fitbit there, you know, if you were going to go, if, if you're going to use smart watch features, 100% go for the Pixel Watch. But if you don't care about that and you're more about like working out fitness and fitness metrics, go for the Fitbit Sense. That would 100% be uh, the winner there. Um, yeah. I just saw another question. I think it's from Team Friday. He said, will I, will I be doing YouTube more often for future content? Um I would love to be able to do YouTube videos, but I honestly, I hate the sound of my voice. And also, um, everyone does, not yours. But I cannot yes, listen to everyone hates podcast. the sound of their own voice. I can't do it. I like get 10 minutes in. Like, I got to turn it off. Like, Jesus, I sound like I'm an idiot. I'm like, God, I can't yeah. stand it. That's why yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think there's anybody and they do like their voice. You probably need Darren, to watch you'd be good. I think you'd yeah. be good. Yeah, I think you it should. would be a fantastic, especially reading the, the written review. And if folks, if you need to, if you really want to read a really solid written review, go to the one cut reviews and read. Look at, well, just look at all their stuff. Just all this. Yeah. Just things like what's in our fridge. Like, I love yes. that stuff. Oh, yeah. Them, them, them like, cold brews. The them cold brews look cool. Yeah, there's, there's, there's some electric toothbrush stuff. Yeah, they look nice. I care about the, the Huawei watch, which I probably would go for because I'm kind of a low-key like Huawei fan. Um, but just all sorts of stuff in there. But, yeah, read the review on the sex, 7 and 7 Pro that he does. It's really fantastic. But, um, but yeah, sorry to be kind of like – No, I, I agree. I, I don't like it either. I just like – I listen to this – I listen to the show just to make sure I hear what it sounds like. Just yeah. to audit, edit it, and then I don't want to listen to it. I mean, I think I would, you'd do great. With, yeah, thanks, Joe. I mean, I think for me, like, uh, it's just a time thing too. Like, between, yeah. you know, just finding the time to be able to put it together. And I'm a very, like, uh, obsessive person. So, like, I want it to be imperfect. Right. Um, mm. And I think just, I don't know if that's something that I, I would spend so much time getting it right. I mean, yeah. even, like, the written reviews, like, I'm spending hours. And it may mm. not look like it, but I'm, like, going over it and I'm changing words and phrasing and just to get it the way that I want it to sound. And it gets easier and easier each time. But, um, yeah, I would absolutely love to do uh, video reviews, maybe in the near future, um, you know, when uh, I get the opportunity to. Um, well, and, and it's funny, our buddy of the show, Roger Life Attack, he says the same thing. He listens to it and he can't stand it and he re-records it and he listens yes. to it and he can't stand it. He records. He said he, he's almost like, it's almost like paralyzing. He almost can't get it done just because he, it's it's like almost He's like found a, his calling now. Though. I think Roger Bot is, is his calling. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, he's, like, he had the same kind of story. He said the same exact, almost verbatim what you said as far as listening to it and trying to get it just yeah. right. And I think sometimes it's like at some point you gotta you gotta put your best forward and just kind of put it out there. And 
and then let the it, feedback kind of drive because a thing you may think is a is a deal breaker or something that's going to turn somebody off. Maybe nobody's paying attention to it, and maybe it's a completely yeah. other thing that you think you're doing right, and that's what's disengaging people. So I sometimes I it's think, almost you're behind the eight ball trying to get it to like yeah. perfectly polished, and you're almost like, well, if you never put it out there, then no, it doesn't matter with the feedback. Yeah, you got to get something out there. So I think it's it's, it's not as bad as you ever think. I think a lot we're all worst critics on those things. Well, I don't know if you guys have heard of like our Aussie man reviews. And if you oh yeah, he's fantastic. I love reviews. that guy. That stuff, <laughs> some of that stuff. I mean, I've had to like pause it just to stop yeah. laughing so you can listen to the. Uh, yeah, he's fantastic. I love. I, I think love if I was stuff. gonna do it, if I was gonna do it, I'd have to blend like the best elements of Aussie man reviews and like a day in the life of, and that would just right. kind of like merge together a different kind of you know angle or approach on it, right? And he's the one that really so that sounds brilliant. Some some of the Australian yeah. slang. Like the oh, Macos, and, yeah, I was like, what, yeah. what did he say? What is it? <laughs> and he asked, it's funny because he had these little bits where he's asking like celebrities, like, hey, I'm going to give you a phrase. You tell yeah. me what you think it is. And yeah. they're like, not even like the, uh, the Like the budgie smuggler. Right. <laughs> yeah. Budgie smugglers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look that one up uh, if, you're, if you're listening out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I know so, what that uh, is. Sheila, yeah. Oh, Sheila, yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, no, I, I mean, uh, it's funny. Like, I... I, I get that asked that question all the time. Like, you know, like, hey, you, you know, why don't you, why don't you pivot into, you know, video reviews? And uh, again, you know, maybe potentially, you know, like one day it's maybe on the cards. Uh, right now, though, I think, you know, we've got a pretty good following um, of the website and our Instagram and stuff. So we're pretty happy to kind of uh, just keep doing what we're doing and, um, you know, and move from there. But, you know, one day we'll see. Unless I get like hideously burned in a chemical fire or something, you know, right? It should be okay. Or I guess the other thing is too is, um, you know, I guess is it is are you trying to basically? I mean, obviously, if, if things take off, it's like, well, if I was getting more money than I could be as an educator, I would clearly leverage this. But yeah, I don't. It doesn't seem like that's what your your plan is. Like you're like I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to be an educator. Yeah. In my life. Like I'm not really looking now if it just happens to take off. And the problem is, is like you still have to work a nine to five. And I know teachers don't work nine to five. No, they have to grade papers. They've got to, <laughs> no, they, they gotta, certainly don't. Right. That, that is not a nine to five job. So it's like, my wife's a primary school teacher. So I, I, oh, there you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so, so, you know, that, that's a lot too. It's like, it's, it's, it'd be easier if you had just a regular job where you clocked in, clocked out. And there was no really kind of after the, the fact work to do, but I know people in any kind of education field um, are yeah. doing extracurricular off off time working on papers working on grading talking meeting with students if necessary to help out um yeah so i guess that's going to be the problem is that i mean how much bandwidth do you really have and yes yeah it, it, that's that's, that's always the thing. it's like i guess if i it starts that it starts to tilt a little bit you can start to leverage it and then maybe maybe that's a thing so we're just telling you how to run your website and you should just do that and like shut <laughs> up and just do it yeah because we clearly know what's best for you um, yeah, you know what? it's funny. we can manage you. It's all right. Yeah, that's fine. No worries. Yeah, yeah. It's just, um, I, you know, for me, it always started as um, it was it was a bit of a hobby at first. You know, I like I mm. was I, like I said, you know, a lot of these companies were like, screw you, buddy, like hit the bricks. But then when a company said, you know, sure, you know, here's fourteen cases of camel's milk, which is a true story, <laughs> right? Like, you know, like yeah. we want you to review camel's milk. Here is you know, like fourteen cases of it. Go for it and go and write this up. Review up. And then okay. all of a sudden, like, oh shit, I've actually got to do this now, right? right? So then I had to dedicate myself to, you know, the, the retrying the product. And you know, I will tell you a little story about the camel's milk. It tasted as bad as, bad as it sounded. And, yeah, uh, it, was, it doesn't sound and, good. 
they almost drink like almond and all those other kinds of things just because I mean they're not really milk, they're really juice. Like I said, I have to I have to go with Lewis Black, right? He goes, if yeah. you don't have a if you don't have a tit, you don't have milk. Sorry about yeah. it. It's, it's it's soy juice. That's what you're drinking and just live well, with it, right? Yeah. It was funny because when we when they I, I I was talking to this company, they reached out to me, they said, Hey, do you want to review this? I'm like, sure. I was thinking they were gonna send like one, two bottles sure. <laughs> All of a sudden I get this like cooler on my front porch, like literally like a, like a little cooler about, you know, eight by six, I guess. And uh, there were like, honestly, like 15 bottles in there, but not just like regular. There was like the fermented version of camel milk. Oh, and no. there was like, yeah. So there was like an, an intensive like box of just things. And I had to try each and every one of these in like just little bits, right? Cause I, it was, to me, it wasn't to my taste necessarily, but right. I could definitely see there would be people out there who are like, well, I don't want to drink milk of a cow. Maybe a camel is better. Right. So, you know, it wasn't horrible, but like there were like the fermented one I could barely get down. Like there yeah, were one can of the things. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, and I guess, and, I, and my question is, did you get the missus involved in like, yeah, I, maybe I, you should I, try this because maybe this is your thing because it's like I'm not feeling it, but maybe I'm just a weird guy. Maybe, yeah, I, I do a lot with my wife. I'll think things are good. I'll give there her, you go. It doesn't, it doesn't, did you yeah. try like different things of it? Did you love like in coffee and did you I have it in cereal? Cereal, coffee. Um, yeah. I tried a milkshake, which was a mistake. Right. Um, Deployments yeah. of all the things you would do with regular milk, right? You would, you would, yeah. Like cereal. You would, you I gotta, I'm gonna give it my would... best go here, right? Right. Um, it just wasn't your jam. Well, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. yeah. So. I mean, but again, you know, like I also didn't want to like slam it and say it's the worst thing I've ever tried because it wasn't. I mean, you know, there's yeah. other things that I've eaten and drunk that I've gone, ah, this is probably not the uh, greatest thing ever, but. Um, I do remember, and it's funny, like in, in the very early on, um, there's not a lot of companies who get upset with our reviews, but there was a couple of companies that got a little bit upset with me. And one of them was, I won't say the name of the, the, the brand, but it was a backpack. Okay. They reached out, they're like, we've got this funky design backpack. Do you want to review it? Sure. So like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a teacher by trade. So my backpack is on my shoulder all the time. So I'm like, if I'm going to try this, I'm going to dump all my shit in this backpack and I'm going to take it to work. So when I got the backpack, you know, when you open up a backpack, there's usually compartments like a, you know, like mm -hmm. a divider, and zippers and all that. This thing was just fucking empty. There was nothing inside it, not a zipper, not a divider, nothing to be seen. And I remember in the review, I wrote, it's a beautiful looking bag, but it's not very functional. You know, I didn't, where, like, where am I going to, fair. you know? Yeah. So that's what I said. Right. So, um, I posted the review. They emailed me literally an hour later, and they're like, oh, wow. "Why are you? Yeah, why are you saying horrible things about this backpack?" And I and I remember like you know, and that's one of the very few times that they were getting kind of pissy with me. And they're like, um, "We want you to change it." And I'm like, so I'm like, I, I was I was early on, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to change it. So I replied no. back. I'm like, and this was kind of the make a better backpack. <laughs> yeah, I just said to them, I'm like, look, it, it's. Not doesn't work for me as a consumer, and that's what the whole premise of One Cut Reviews was. Like, mm -hmm. I'm a guy that's gonna go and buy this backpack, probably for work, and you're telling me that like I need, I can't say that it needs to have compartments on the inside. Right. Um, and yeah, so I mean, they got kind of pissy with me, and I I refused to change it, and uh, they've never reached out to me again, and they've never, you know, I left it up there, I left the post on our social media, 
they didn't threaten legal action or anything crazy like that. But I mean, it, it, you know, it's not very, it's not uncommon for, uh, it, sometimes it happens. A company will say, hey, you know, we didn't like what you said here. Could you change this line or like, you know, whatever. Um, mm. But for us, you know, we try to hold, like I try to not bend to that as much yeah. as I, I can't, because if I do that once, then it's, everybody wants me to change their things, right? Um, yeah. So there's no like editorial approval or anything like that on One Cut Reviews. It legitimately is like me trying these products and me saying mm. they're honest to God, sometimes maybe a little bit too truthful uh, things about- No, you can't be too truthful. That's, that's yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, you would think, you know, they, they want someone who's coming from an average consumer's perspective, right? Like, hey, yeah. like, here's what we think. Oh, we can make it better because of this, this person's review. But uh. Yeah, no, that's, that's the response it should have. They should think, yes, actually, this yeah. guy's right. The backpack is empty inside. <laughs> well, and maybe like, here's the thing. Maybe maybe there are people who don't need compartments in their backpack. They are okay with just yeah. a sack, right? They're, yeah. They don't sure really enough. care. Again, maybe yeah. that's you're not their target. But if you're a professional yes. or you're an educator, you kind of want to have things segregated. But there's a lot of people just like, I just maybe I'm going to the beach with it. So I'm just going to throw yeah. some a towel and but some flip flops. I give a shit what yeah. it is. It don't matter. Actually, compartments yeah. would actually get in the way because then I got to try to figure out like it takes the space out of the bag. So it's yeah. like, I, I guess these companies, again, that's this goes to show you they're really not wanting an honest review. And they made us say, no. well, it sounds like you're not our target. Or, hey, yeah. maybe your commentary can indicate that, hey, maybe for me, my workflow requires compartments in a bag because we got to separate yep. stuff. You may be going to the beach or going hiking. Well, fuck it. Throw it in the back. I don't care. Right. It's whatever. Yeah. But instead of just like, we want you to change it. I'm like, well, then why'd you have me review it at all? Just write your own fucking review and be done. Yeah. Like, why get me the bullshit you want? Well, the thing was, and I think, you know, what, what made me kind of like, I, I obviously came at it like a, you know, okay. So if I was using this myself, like, would this work for me? It mm. didn't. But it was, they were marketing it as a tech backpack. So that oh. was their, their approach, right? So I'm like, okay, so you're marketing a tech backpack where there's no zipper, no like compartment, no division, no padded interior. It was a fucking sack, like with a, with a, <laughs> a, a lid, right? Like that's what it was. And I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, what do you, how do you put tech in this, right? Like, do you put, just shove your camera and your phone and just dump it all on top of each other? And oh, it scratches each wrap. other up. The yeah, housing gets like, all beat up. Like, yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah. Put a towel in there. Quit being such a sissy. You're, you're, not, yeah. applying, you're not applying yourself. Well, yeah. that sounds like that wasn't a great idea, but here's a great idea. Yeah, exactly. Put a skin right. on yeah. your phone, right? You don't yeah. want to get yeah. your shit scratched. That's a great you idea, Sam. If on your phone, you wouldn't give a shit about necessarily having compartments in your backpack. You Wait a minute, Sam. Sam, someone's yeah. already come up with that idea. Yeah, yeah. Stream Skins got <laughs> Stream Skins. Our sponsor, check them out, man. They make skins for like laptops and phones. And here's the best part. Just say... They yeah. reached out to me just the other day and they said, hey, Darren, would you like to review some of Extreme Skins? And I said, that sounds like an amazing idea. So coming soon to OneCutReviews.com, you're actually going to see some Extreme see, Skins. See, there you go. Oh, excellent. Like, excellent. Yeah, excellent. and we can, we'll already tell you. We're, That's we're perfect biased, timing. And we're biased <laughs> as hell. So they're yeah. awesome. And yeah. they're way better than other brands as far as price. They work great. They come, yeah. And also, if you put on their skins wrong, just be careful. If you apply the skin incorrectly, Darren, they are going to roast you on Twitter. They're going to tell you it's, you're a moron. That like, was it's almost, fine. That almost, yeah. That there are a bunch of cheeky like folks over there. there. There's some cheeky fellows and ladies <laughs> over there. So check them out. ExtremeSkins.co.uk. We'll get you some stuff. But yeah, and be, but be honest. Here's another thing. If, if you get an issue with their skins, I guarantee if you reach out to them and tell them stuff, they are not going to... Oh. They're not going to act like backpack fuckers over there. They're going to really probably tell you what's Backpack wankers. Well, I'll be honest. Yeah, wankers. Yes. Sorry. Wankers, yes. Wankers. Yeah, they're tosses. 
yeah, so check them. That's kind of interesting. I, we were just segueing into our sponsor, and you're there like, you go, they right? reached yeah. out. I'm like, oh, they're awesome. Yeah, That's they're good. fantastic folks. They're great. I heard they make amazing skins, so like, that's yeah. what I was told. So, yeah, Absolutely. there you go. Uh, coming and then, soon. Coming yeah, soon. and then also the Purposely <laughs> Pixel Show. So, like our YouTube channel, Lenny and all the team yes. over there. Another another great resource if you like all things Pixel or if you just like other stuff. Now, I don't think they're doing toothbrushes, probably. No. <laughs> no, I think probably Lenny not. has got a toothbrush, I'm sure. I but... think he owns one and probably yes. uses it very often. However, yeah. you're not going to talk about it on this train, no. so you know, or his channel, or he's not going to review it. But he will review just... pixels and other phones, and they're fantastic groups, and they're they're ones that host this complete idiocy that we talk about in our in our, our podcast. <laughs> so just check that out, purposely pixels YouTube channel. Guys are over there, great, and then we uh we love we we appreciate their support. We love those guys over there; they really do a great job taking care of us. So, well, hell, uh, guess what, man? We're at one hour already. See what's talking about? I it's know, insane. Right? We didn't really get into. I swear to ask Darren one thing though. Yeah, yeah. He's had so many different products in the year. What's been your favorite product this year so far? Oh, so uh, you know, we're we're saving that for product of the year because we have a, a big. Oh, okay, all right. We'll year. leave it then. But I will say this much just before we wrap up. So uh, the most the the companies that reach out to me the most, as in like the genre, the category. Yeah. I don't know how this started. We get a plethora of sex toy companies reach out and that one cut reviews. And I know I'm leaving the best till last year. I should have probably talked about this earlier. I'm sorry, but uh, no, I, I think I really, honestly, I think you am glad you had it at the end. Cause now we got to get out of here. Cause that, that whole, that could really kind of start a whole other conversation. Cause you got, you got a, you got a missus. You may have, she may have friends. You know how that goes. And so I'm listen, like, Oh God, it's like you're, you're sending you. And the other thing is if you're like, so we're clear, sweetheart. I didn't order any of this shit. No, I like, say, yeah. this is literally unsolicited. She's like, what in the hell is this stuff? You're like, mm, wait a minute. Listen, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Hold on. She you opens up our me. mail. Yeah, she opens up our <laughs> mail. She opens the doorstep. I'm like, is that box ticking? No, it's vibrating. Yes. Uh, the first time she opened it, it was a surprise. I'll say that much. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> you, you wanted to be talking to me about something? I'm like, I... I <laughs> No, I don't know what's happening right now, and I don't. I'm. I'm. I don't know what to do. I'm just going to stand here, and if you you want to scream and yell or like that, I don't know what else. I mean, I don't know what else to do. I mean, especially if you didn't have a chance to preload that conversation. Hey, we're going to be reviewing stuff, and there's a yes. possibility that we may be getting adult entertainment style things. Yes. you you might. I don't know if you've had that conversation prior to review yes. history, but if you didn't, that's an awkward way to get into that conversation, I would assume. Oh, Listen, they make when when they're not when when I sometimes they send more than one product, right? So like we'll get a couple of different versions of the product. They make great Christmas gifts. I'll be honest with you. Like, uh, here you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, grandma. Oh no, I don't sorry, wrong gift, wrong gift. But uh, you know, Secret like one Santa. Of those, Secret sandwiches they're beautiful for. Like, is, yeah. do I have to do I have to inflate this myself, or can I like? Because I don't want to. You know, I don't know what's going on. It's like, <laughs> is this edible? Yeah. It is. I don't know. I got nothing. I don't know what else to happen. So yeah, excellent and, and perfect. Yeah. New me. Dildo Pro Max. There you go. There right. you go. Yeah. Is there an ultra? Does it have Bluetooth capability? I mean, does it, does that? Well, I'm not buying it. I'm not using this product. It's only got 90 hertz refresh, so you can keep your fucking. Mind. Quick little, <laughs> quick little thought to end it on. Uh, one that we did get actually was Bluetooth, and it played music at the same time. So I won't. Amazing. Know, That's a little creepy, but okay. So, <laughs> so instead of having like ambiance music oh, in your apartment, it's coming out of the device. It's like, yeah, I don't think it yeah. lands the same, but okay, uh, shit, whatever. 
sometimes they've got good interesting ideas on how they can make uh spice things up in the bedroom right so yeah interesting that's a that's market a great, it's a that's a great oh, i was gonna say that's definitely a market where you're gonna have some engagement um for sure yes exactly <laughs> um, yeah, lots of so, lots of readers love that one. <laughs> absolutely. So if, if that's a great way to end the show, so we'll go ahead and stop there. But again, Darren, we really appreciate you taking time. I know yeah, you have a schedule with your really fun. And you know, it's a Sunday, so you probably got classes in the morning. So it's all good. Man. A bunch of stuff. So we really appreciate you taking the time and share with us Anytime. your stories. And we'd love to have you on again because we have to have a oh, season absolutely, at some yeah. point. Although sure. I don't know when we're gonna have it. I don't We've know. just cracked the egg on the the, the dildo, oh, so <laughs> Don't worry, there's lots more I can talk about. You guys yeah. can have more. <laughs> and of course, you mentioned anything sex stories related. And of course, here comes Aditya with all yeah, because just... you know he's yeah. waiting. <laughs> there waiting for it. So <laughs> yeah. again, so for myself and for Joe and for Darren, thank you for joining Thanks, us. Guys. Thank you for listening. Download the podcast, like and sub yes. stuff, and maybe put a review. Right Tell us we suck. I'm okay yes. at this point. I don't think we ever had a review. And if we do, ha- have a review. Um, definitely read his read his reviews on his yeah, website. Check out the it's website. very nice we'll, website. We'll make sure, Darren, we put the links to Appreciate your Instagram it. and your one cut reviews and everything else. And again, I will see you on the Fury. And Joe should check Joe, it out good. if you guys stay up late. Yeah, I'll definitely give it a go. Yeah, yeah and that's it. So Thanks, for myself, guys. for Joe, for Darren, that's the show. Uh, we'll see you next Sunday. We don't have a guest lined up, but whatever, we'll still we'll, show. We'll up find anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. and that's it. So enjoy your tech and have a good day. Stay safe. Thanks, we love guys. you guys, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.